When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. John Hamm gives good couch. Yeah, and you know, oh, yeah. he is in Top you Gun. give us good, good couch. He is in Top Gun. He's got a pretty big role. Yes, he does. So he was on Fallon last night as you were trying to play that wonderful music that Rocco put together for us. But John Hamm really is a good guest on the couch. He's very funny. He he actually made Jimmy Fallon look good because he's such an effervescent guest. He yes. kept the conversation going. And, um, you know, they talked about, you know, he's a big St. Louis blues oh, fan. yes, and Cardinals, Cardinals and everything. And he was here for the frozen hockey game when yes, it was 40 below yeah. zero. Yeah. So he was just really fun. So anyway, he talks about, he finally in about the middle of the interview, they get around to talking about Top Gun. And last week, um, I think I was gone. They had the premiere in London. Oh, yeah. and But I they did met, see the photos yes. and all of that. And Duchess, Kate, yes. and Prince William were there and blah, blah, blah. So John Hamm tells a story about Miles Teller basically being a major royal fanboy. Mm-hmm. I, I heard a story that maybe Miles Teller was kind of freaking out because he geeked out a little uh, on Prince William's eyes. You remember coming back afterwards, he was like, "They're so blue." I, I got, lo- I got lost in his eyes. I was like, "Okay, uh, I didn't think we were allowed to look at him in the eye." But, yeah, uh, you, know, uh, you just bow and you move you on. Bow and you move on, man. But, but he told him that he loved his eyes. He, yeah, I was like, "You told the guy you fell in love, like you got lost in his eyes." He goes, "I think I don't know. I, I, I I've, I've lost my mind." I heard this story, and then we found the photo, and I'm not kidding. I think this is the moment that Miles Teller got lost in Prince William's eyes. Take a look at this. And they're sh- he's shaking hands with William, and they're just staring oh, yeah. at each other. I'm getting lost. Okay. I mean, well, so Jen Connolly too. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, everybody, everyone's everyone wants a piece. Oh, gosh, she was great in the movie as well. Uh, can you can you tell everyone who you play in the film? I play kind of the boss. In fact, my official title is Rear, uh, uh, Vice Admiral uh, uh, Bo Cyclone. Simpson. Cyclone. Cyclone is my call sign. Like it. Former Top Gun graduate, current air boss of the Pacific Fleet. And uh, so I kind of run all of the aircraft on the, on the big carrier when the big mission comes down. And I have to set some rules and regulations, Jimmy, and I don't like people that break rules. That's right. So right. when Military I run up against guy, the That's guy good. That's me. good. So anyway, you know, John Hamm is kind of taking, getting some of the roles that like maybe Alec Baldwin would have sure. got. Sure. You know, yes. in the 90s yes. or something, playing yes. kind of, because he can go... He's he got a go, good range. He, he does because he can go comedian he, and then and, serious. And, yeah. and like he was, you know, like in um, Bridesmaids. He yes. played a doof. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. And he can so play. I just like him, and I think uh, you know um, the other person that's really getting a, 
seems to be doing a lot of interviews as people are doing a good job is getting Glenn Powell out there. Yes. He's doing a lot of interviews and just looks like a snack and a half. He's so good looking. He's Mr. He's movie star, movie star. Yeah. Well, the movie star that everyone said is born right on screen happened yesterday at the Cannes Film Festival with Austin Butler as Elvis. Honest to Pete. You knew that was coming. Oh, Julia. He was born on screen. Julia. No. What happened? I mean, 12 minutes standing ovation. But it's one of the things that all the critics are saying it has like an 84 percent yeah, some people Tomatoes. thought it was great and some didn't but every, even the bad reviews and there were a few um but there's only like 21 reviews um because it's typical boslerman it is kind of over the top and oh, overly stylized yes but every one of them even the ones who didn't like it which i think the hollywood reporter and variety the, they didn't really like the movie that right. much because Tom Colonel Tom Parker, played by Tom Hanks, is everyone's least favorite That's part right. of the movie. Yeah, I told you that. Mm-hmm. And they don't the the critics didn't like that he's the narrator of the story, but all of them said Austin Butler is dazzling. He's made for this big screen action. Yeah, that he's he's like pain. You know, like it it it's what did someone say? Um, Austin Butler is stellar as Elvis, giving it his absolute all in every scene. Truly, a star is born in this movie. Um, Butler's burn-the-screen-down charisma give Elvis a mid-century method-acting rawness and uh, the star-making performance from Austin Butler. People are very taken with him. You can't help falling in love with the shake, rattle, and roll of Austin Butler, and you'll fall all in love again, all over again with Elvis. Love it. So they said this is uh, no Elvis impersonation. It's a star-making turn, a bold announcement of thespian vigor and ingenuity that even devoted fans of the Carrie Diaries didn't know he had. Well, I beg to differ. As a Carrie fan you loved it. diary, he was so good in it, and so was the gal who played him. So... Well, anyway, and Baz Luhrmann said, you know, in an interview, he said, you know, he doesn't care if the kids don't know about Elvis Presley's, but Presley, but he's ready to change their mind. Because if you're 25, Elvis Presley died 20 years before you were even born. Well, I know, but the music, music is not, I mean, a 25 year old can have a grandmother who loves Elvis and they know the music and all that. But he thinks people are going to go crazy following in love beyond the music with the Elvis. Yeah. Because well. you haven't seen a lot of videos of Elvis dance, you know, in that type of thing. So yeah. he thinks a younger crowd is well, really going to be excited. I mean, Austin Butler, just like he and Priscilla Presley were both like in tears at the end of the standing ovation. Grant posted the photo of he and Kaya Gerber grabbing each other's faces for a kiss at the How top do you of feel? the stairs. He's 30, she's 20, Lori. It's typical Hollywood. It's like Kate Moss and Johnny Depp. It is doomed to end in tears. It is. Because mm-hmm. just the wrong age mm-hmm. range. But I, you know, he's a very nice boyfriend to have because she used to date that Jacob Elordi from uh, Euphoria. And is he a bad guy? No, no. I like but they him. just now he's dating, you know, somebody else. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah. This is what happens at 20, you know, whatever. So, but here's the thing. Um, the Cannes audience, even though they lo- like loved Austin Butler, the other person who has a smaller role, and I don't think it's too many scenes, but Alton Mason plays Little Richard in the movie. Oh. And 
His performance apparently is a major revelation. Really? In the movie and at going back to the Amphar Gala, which is happening at the the fancy hotel, the Cap Eden Rock. They just uh, some man just spent um, like two hundred thousand dollars for a guitar signed by Boz Lerman and the cast of Elvis, and there he's posing with Alton. And Alton is a is he's a he's a model, Lori. Yeah, yeah, he's. So he's, he's I don't a, think he's. At, I think he did a Tiffany and Company commercial with Anya Taylor Joy last year, but he's the first black male model to walk. The runway for Chanel. Okay. And he was one of Carl Lagerfeld's muses before he died. Okay. So he's a top model, and he's going to break out now in this Just movie. acting, okay. As Little Richard, and you can say that you heard it here first. Oh, Lord. When you have that revelation. Um, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> we heard it here first. Well, oh, there's... What else is happening? Oh, Charlie XCX is do is some of the entertainment she followed. Ricky, um, you know what's oh, his name? Amphar, Ricky you Martin. About- I'm talking about Amphar. Robert De Niro is sitting next to Edgar Ramiz- Ramirez. Well, here- I love when people tweet us from the inside of a ballroom at a fancy event. I do too. We never, can see that we're never invited to. And Robert De Niro is talking about um, you know Goodfellas co-star Ray. Le- Leota. Leota. And he said he was way too young to die. But here's a couple of things that we're finding out. About when Ray? He, yeah. When he passed away in the Dominican Republic, he was filming a movie, but he was sleeping next to his fiance. So he died in his sleep. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Um, they said, you know. That's it, how everybody wants to die. I know. But, oh, yes. And he, um, in March, witnesses said that he looked really pale. So there might have been something going on Maybe with him. he had a heart attack. Heart attack yeah. or stroke, that's what I always think. And then um And he, then damn it, he quit smoking and was the Shantix thing, and then he goes on, pops, you know, loses, dies at sixty seven. He was the Shantix. He was the Shantix yes. spokesperson. And then he said that he was really slow on his feet. And yeah. he, I've been watching some of his interviews re- like before the show of his most recent stuff. Mm-hmm. He Even didn't look when, well. He didn't look well. He was he didn't talk a lot. Even when they did this was from a few years back, they did that reunion on today's show with all the people oh, from yeah. from um uh, Goodfellas. And even then, everybody else was very talkative. It really honestly kind of felt like, you remember how Chandler was in the reunion? Very yeah. quiet, very held back. Yeah. He was very held back and very quiet. He didn't talk much. Oh, no. So I, I kind of felt like they're just... Maybe he just hasn't been feeling good. Yeah, and didn't we don't have know. It time to get it done. He's in so many things we're filming or right. just post-production. He really had a lot of action. Oh. He looks extremely pale. He does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, poor guy. And then the, the photos, like I think you're looking at him right now with him and his fiance were like yeah. the last ones together. Like you said, he looks pale in those, but oh man, it's just, yeah, yeah. I wonder what, I think some more might come from this. Hopefully we learn a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. Because his girlfriend looks so tan and she's 40 she's and beautiful. she looks healthy. Yeah, yeah, she looks healthy and yeah. tan. So she was 25 years younger than him? I, 27 I think years so, 40-ish and she had a 10-year-old daughter, um, mm-hmm. but they were just crazy for each other. Yeah, they were. Well, that is really... Josh Brolin was, he's said, my buddy, my friend, mm-hmm. how so soon? I'll, why? I'll miss you. I think about, who am I going to see at Gold's Gym? Oh. <laughs> 
He did look good, though. As my, I mean, pale in those pictures. You're looking at the yeah. most recent ones. He's got a little bit of a belly. But about a year ago, I watched an interview from him earlier before the show. Mm-hmm. He looked fit. Yeah. He was still quiet, but he did look yeah. more fit. So oh, I, I might have been for this movie. Oh, good call. You know, yeah, he yeah. might have been playing, you know, he people gain and lose weight for He was shooting a thriller, Dangerous Water, with Eric Dane, who we all know from Grey's, Grey's Anatomy. Mixed and it's about steamy. a... T- uh, yeah, a teen uncovering her mother's dark past before he died. Oh, dear. There you go. All right, listen, we got to go. It's time for the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. The fabulous Holly Hollywood. How are you? Well, Lori, I'm doing just swell. Yeah. How you doing, Lori and Julia? How yeah. you doing? We're uh, doing good because it's Thursday and it's the uh, eve of Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> oh, we're already in weekend mode. I thought that was clear yesterday yeah, afternoon. Yeah. Um, but Lori and Julia, I hope that your bags are packed because we're going on a trip. Where? We're going to London. Oh. Because we need to see ABBA's Voyage show. Oh, Oh. my gosh. Did they all come out for that? They all came out for that. All four members of ABBA walked the red carpet for the new ABBA Voyage concert experience, making its debut in London. And it's the hologram, right? It's the hologram with live... Performers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, it's not exactly a hologram because reading reviews of this, they're they're avatars of sorts. Now, these were developed by Industrial Lights and Magic. That's the same company behind the special effects of Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Jurassic Park, anything that you love. And that's awesome in the world of special effects. It probably came from Industrial Lights and Magic. And reading the reviews for this, uh, saying... That the experience, I'm reading from the review from The Guardian, they give it a five-star review, saying it's genuinely jaw-dropping, and that it's almost impossible to tell that you're not watching human beings. Now, they did say there's a little Uncanny Valley experience, meaning, are they real, are they not, when you look at the big projections on the side of the stage? But that this is, like, this is next level. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah, so mm-hmm. they go through their catalog. Now, of course, uh, ABBA, the real band, hasn't performed on stage in 40 years, but the four members of ABBA obviously have been very involved in this and giving their seal of approval, if not more. And who was there also last night at the opening? Well, we had Kira Knightley, we had Kate Moss. Kate Moss, looking yes. gorgeous. Yeah, looking stunning. So, you know, all the stars coming out for the ABBA Voyage Red Carpet Experience. Yeah, so looks pretty interesting to me, mm-hmm. to say the least. Uh, Kanye West's fourth attorney has stepped down from his divorce case with Kim Kardashian. Oh, wow. boy. Yeah, so The Blast is reporting that Samantha Spector has filed documents to step down as his representation. We don't have any details to why Samantha Spector is deciding to part with her client Kanye West, other than listing, quote, an irreconcilable breakdown in the attorney-client relationship. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay. So this is Angelina Jolie's lawyer, her second mm-hmm. lawyer that she got, the Samantha Spector. That whole thing, he Kanye doesn't listen to one no. thing his lawyers no. say. They, no. he, they, and they he don't need him. Well, and they do the grief to dollar mm-hmm. ratio on us, you know, the celebrity lawyer levels. They don't need the grief. I mean, four lawyers? Yikes. Yeah. Now, page six reporting that Kanye West's case will be handled by one of his other attorneys, who's an out-of-state attorney from Pennsylvania that doesn't specialize in divorce. Oh, my gosh. All right. So if you pick the person who um, gave him the answers he wanted, Kanye, this is not the way to go about this. Kim and uh, Kris Jenner are going to outmaneuver you. Yeah. Now, uh, the you mentioned Angelina Jolie being repped by Samantha Spector. She also represented Nicole Young in her divorce case from Dr. Dre. Dre yeah. Yeah. So she knows what she's doing. Yeah. So, hmm. How about the explosive thing that happened uh, on the final day of the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial? Please tell us. Well, Amber Heard, you know, last mm-hmm. week. I didn't write the op-ed. It's not about right. him. You know, mm-hmm. the ACLU testified. We wrote the op-ed. Yep. And then today on on cross-examination by Camille Vazquez, she said, that's why I wrote the op-ed about Johnny, about him. Yep. So she says. That's what the case is about. Yep. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But that was just like. <gasps> well, and this is wrapping up. It it's is. done. It's <laughs> wrapped. Is, yes. Six weeks, you guys, mm-hmm. of this Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial uh, definitely has taken a lot of twists and turns and has a life of its own. And we will see whether or not the jury decides that Johnny Depp was defamed by this Washington Post article. Well, That's I what mean, it's about. But she testified that it was never about him mm-hmm. and that she didn't write it. And I mean, and then she just said that's why she wrote it. And she had a right as an American. I mean, she just, like, it was it was cuckoo. Yeah. I'm very interested to see how this all plays out. Yeah, you can watch her. Um, it's part one and part two. Court TV does these, you know, they do, they segment it out yes. if you want to watch it afterwards. Like Grant said, when he got home from the Twins game, he watched. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's Because so, Johnny was on the stand yesterday, and the TMZ guy was kind of fascinating right. to watch. How all of that works over How, at old TMZ, which basically it sounds like everybody's in cahoots. Everyone is in cahoots. Cahoots with TMZ. Yeah, TMZ. Well, if you look at TMZ.com, always be aware whenever you're reading a story on TMZ, if it says exclusive on the front of it, that means they're talking directly with somebody's camp. Yes. And exclusive details definitely means that there is an agenda being pushed yeah. by the person who is giving those details. Yeah, it's yeah. coming directly. It's oftentimes, from- it's publicists, managers, agents, or B-list celebrities. Or and lawyers. Or lawyers, mm-hmm. definitely. And always the C&D mm-hmm. list would be happy to have that paparazzi show up. Oh, yeah. It's better to be talked about than not be talked about at all. Yeah. Yeah. So especially if you're on the B and C list. Well, uh, I, I, I assume that Erica Jane, what, what kind of list would you put her on? Oh, oh she's, she's a just, D. she's an awful mean 
grown-up woman. Right. Oh, well, she's being accused of hindering the investigation of a $5 million fraud lawsuit filed against her today. Yeah, I mean, she has been hindering all along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the plaintiffs in this can't wait any longer. And as Erica Girardi is using the suspension to gain an unfair advantage in this litigation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just add it to the list, right? Just add it to the list. She just has no remorse. And, you know, at yeah. the reunion of Beverly Hills, she did all this. You know, I came off wrong and yeah. I want people to get, you know, I'll never be able. I feel terrible. I mean, she came off all remorseful and now she is just back. She's dug in her heels. She's dug in her claws. These orphans and widows and mm-hmm. burn victims straight out don't exist. Ugh. I mean, Ugh. I feel like a serial killer might uh, feel a little bit more remorse. She's just gone. She's just done a 180 mm-hmm. on that because the reunion wasn't that long ago. No, it wasn't. Uh, well, we're going to leave Erica Jane right over here. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go to the world of television. True Detective is coming back to HBO. Season four and starring in this season of True Detective is Jodie Foster. Yeah, we saw that. It's exciting. It yes. is. Now, she is making a return to television as a series regular. Uh, and uh, that is, it's called uh, True Detective Night Country. Mm. And it's going to be taking place in Alaska. Is Nick Pizzolatto, the guy who came up with this show, is he involved with this season? Do you know? If he's involved with this, I would imagine it would be in some kind of executive producer category. You know, that first, first season was was so so good. good. It's all from him. Here's here's the deal. Yeah. Nick Pizzolatto, uh, neither are going to be involved okay. in the creative of season four. Right. I don't think he was involved in anything other than season one and two. With Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey. The very first yeah. one, yeah. All but right. we liked all of them. Oh, we loved have, the last yeah. one. Yeah, so oh, good. Maybe we'll love a season four. Okay, all we're right. all with Jody in it. I'm going to say yes. All right, well, thanks, guys. Here's to cool potatoes on he- on men and animals everywhere. Once again, oh, this is we, good. we have gotten proof that... Hot balls does not fertil does not make for good swimmers, Julia. And we have sweaty balls, as it were. We do not want to warm up the testicles. You know, we have talked for years. Don't have your cell phone in your pocket. Don't have your computer on your your, on your John. You know, don't have anything hot. Yeah, Uh, if you're trying to have a baby, right? Because the heat is slowing down the swimmers and. What we call that, Julia, is a word called spermo, spermatogenesis, okay? Um, that is the means in which sperm cells develop within the potatoes of a man, uh-huh. otherwise known as the testes. Thank, thank you. <laughs> Grant, I can't see you, and I'm dying he, to see Grant probably can't I'm hear dying me. I can hear you now. Right good ball talk. And just You're put, missing good ball talk. Oh, gosh, where have I been? I'm well, looking at Josh, and I'm thinking, Josh, I don't know if you like you listen, like the ball talk is, like Grant. There's I, nothing wrong with it. I can handle all the ball it. talk it can take. Yeah, so, listen, yeah. if you're trying to have babies, hot testes, hot balls, hot pockets, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Hot balls of fire. Yeah. It's is not the way to go. That's right. Great balls of fire. That is right. not the way to go. And another, <laughs> Is there a study of how much it slows it down? The, the Here, the, the temperature 
I'm so glad that men will have something to do. Okay, because I don't believe... <laughs> do they have to take the temperature of their, yes, t- their balls? of their scrotum. That How is correct. How do you take that temperature? Easy, easy. How? Okay. You I'm... stick the temperature stick between them? Yes, yes, with your uh, legs closed. Uh, and... This makes me laugh. Yeah. I, I die. No. I die that this is something like an infertility specialist would say, gentlemen, you need to be yes. taking your ball temperature. I, and you know what? I'll tell you why. Because I think women often get... Like, oh, it's something on the woman. But I think there is more going on with spermatogenesis than we have known (laughs) and about the perfect temperature of your balls to produce sperm that is healthy and can swim up the river of the vagina to find the egg and make magical baby no this could be another form of like not you know like wearing a condom and then having hot balls could be in like a birth control thing because here's the perfect temperature for sperm 93.2 Fahrenheit okay I'm gonna give this a test that's cool all right Grant you you test this tonight (laughs) no but really it'd be interesting because who knows I'm gonna see what my temperature is tonight see what it is and see how hot your balls run (laughs) so you know because if you're at if you're at I'll give you both Celsius in case you've got one of those thermometers 37 to 38 otherwise known as 98.6 to 100.4 the process of spermatogenesis severely breaks down. I can't believe that. That's really cold. Yes, I, I know. mean, so maybe you want to like take a cold bath or shower before exactly. soak, soak your junk in a in a cold cup of water. But that's yes. not conducive to the other part of it. It's a cold no, shower. No, I know. Well, you can yeah. lean it over the top. Yeah, yeah. You can just like <laughs> somehow there needs to be like some kind of cooling ball sack. This is an invention it's, it's a waiting paint to cup. happen. Okay, so if you have, if you're a painter, you have this cup yes, that has yes. a handle on it. Yeah. And it also has a rim on it. Mm-hmm. So you just put, you fill it you with do water. You do a little dip. To the yeah. port bit and just leave your, you know, off stuff off the diving board off the side. Yeah. It's a cold they, they were, It's a swimming pool. This is, <laughs> this is from the National Institute of Basic Biology. But and I they never were knew you shocked. had to be this cold. Yes, this they, is something. They did not expect such a delicate ensemble of multiple temperature dependent events to underline this well-known phenomenon. It Spermo, blows. Spermotogenesis. I, so I, this... This is I'm very kind of blown exciting. away by this. This is very exciting news because if you've got weak sperm or low swimmers or something, just chill yourself up a little bit ahead of time. I chill a little bit. It just yes. surprised. It was published in Communications Biology. That is, what if you put it in ice cream? Uh, oh, that no. might be too cold. Yeah. That might be too cold. And besides, you know, unless that's your kinky thing. Right. You know, we Chocolate <laughs> <laughs> right? chip or cookie dough. Yeah. Right, right. Edible. yeah. So, and we've had this study before. We've yes. heard this before, but we didn't really know. I never knew that it had that to be just that cool. warming, uh, yeah, Cooling just even warmed up testicles a little bit is is not good for fertility. All right. But if you're like wanting to make sure you don't get anyone pregnant, have your hot balls, put on your condom. You smoke a ton of pot. Yeah, that there takes, you go. That takes it down to it. That'll take care of, you know, maybe most of it. That's, mm-hmm. that's a good start. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. now speaking yes. of the body, we'll just go on to eggs. Oh, uh, keep it to that. Okay. Just one egg a day 
can keep heart disease away, you guys. Eggs are kind of an Eggs, amazing... They are. They're an amazing food. That's right. Love and, them. you know, they got a bad rap a few, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah, they did. The cholesterol right. and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, yeah, it, it's... Egg, they discovered... I'll make it a long story short because okay. I'm already boring myself, but because I liked our other conversation so, so much, much better. better yeah. But how egg consumption in they how egg consumption influences what cardiovascular health markers are in the blood, and All so right. they did this big thing. Right. Few studies have looked at the role that plasma cholesterol metabolism plays in the association between eating eggs and having heart disease or cardiovascular. All right, got it. So they want to address the gap, and they just said even one egg is good. A hard-boiled egg or however you want it, but there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, so I love a good egg. I do, too. Good fried egg. I do, egg. too. Oh, Same. Yeah. Over hard or over easy? I like hard. it. Hard, me too. Hard. Always hard. Over easy, but crunchy on the edges. <laughs> so it cooks hard. really fast. Yeah. Always hard. Of course. I hate when it, that squirt out. Well, just... <laughs> What is happening? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Okay, here's a theory. Okay. Well, that's been proven by a study. Human, and I've always felt this way because okay. whenever, like when Casey are in Hawaii and I'm watching him go in the water, I do want him to report back to me if he heard anything in the water, if he heard like a whale, whale sounds or, or if he heard anything, you know. Underwater. Yes. Because a telescope. Humans, here, a submarine, just a as oil. well as seals, you guys underwater. Really? Yeah, we have. Uh, well, think about that. When you even go underwater in your bathtub, how weird it sounds. How noise sounds. Going back to the fifties, they have been trying to gauge how adequately humans can hear underwater. The United States military, the Navy. In particular, understanding how underwater explosions impacted divers' hearing and all this kind of stuff. So they've done, because it's military-related and ears and stuff, they've studied, they've they've done it, and uh, they have discovered that we have surprisingly good hearing underwater. That we can hear as well as a seal or a cormorant. How do you say that? Cormorant? Comorant? I was going to say cumquat, but yeah. I have no idea. I don't know. That's a, that's a fruit. It's I some think. animal that's <laughs> obviously fruit. swimming around in the water. Yeah, I have Cormorant, no idea. I think is what it's called. Let's just call it a seal. There we go. It's All a right. form of a seal, maybe. Love it. All right. But yeah, we study. Um, but you know that. Think of that. Next mm-hmm. time you take a bath, I know you probably don't take them that often, but I like a bath. Yeah. And when you dunk your whole head underwater, the sound. Yeah. You just feel like. You can hear everything, but even though it's nothing in your own bathtub. But Apparently, we really can. Right. We're really I'm quite excited about that. So the next time you're like at a, maybe a place with, a, you know. A beach. A beach, or even like, I in wonder what you would weekend. hear in the lake. It's very cold to jump in Memorial Weekend when I, know, I just take went out two weeks ago. You take a sauna first, yeah. though, and you run down. Well, yeah, yeah, if, 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 if you have that option. Mm-hmm. Boating will be fun this weekend, but I don't know if there'll be much swimming going on. It's been pretty cold this last few yeah. months here, so I know. the water's not warm. I mean, up north especially, it's not that warm. Yeah, and that always used to be in my one period my of my life, in. having cabin oil, I would always... Water Water ski by Memorial Day and oh. jump in. Even though I didn't even have a wetsuit, Drew, we would just jump in. Get I was a little in my lake 20s. bath, the lake bath on the weekends. Oh, I love those. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, when up in Ely, when the like the ice goes out at the beginning of May, 
Not that many. And I think this year it only went out like two weeks oh, ago. Oh, no, it yeah. has been COLD. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Well, so there we go. We've Thank learned you. a lot of good, three good things today that we Absolutely. all needed to know. Mm-hmm. And I love the balls one. I'll give you guys an update tomorrow on the I 10th. really, Grant, I, I kind of. not necessary. But I kind of am but curious. Yeah. I really am kind of curious. How hot his balls yeah. are? Uh, that huh. seems like. Well, just, let's what, just see what the temperature the, range is for the, yeah. for the concept of the study. You yeah. know? Okay. I'm kind of curious. All yeah. right. All right. It's an exterior temperature check. Yes, yes. absolutely. So yes, it's you, not going inside it's or a anything. Scrotia, it's a scrotium. It's a scrotum <laughs> uh, accordion temperature thing. That we need. A scrotium. Scrotium. <laughs> it's the accordion scrotium. Uh, okay, all right. New word. Yep, we'll be back. Lovely. Yeah, we're going to, that's going to be a fun day. We are at Pride. We're doing our broadcast number bingo callers after that. Yeah. And I would, I I talked to Jason about it. I don't know how I go about lending. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. In my art. Um, oh, you want to bring I, pepper. I want to bring my black velvet oil painting oh, that my yeah. parents bought in the Philippines. Yes. In like 1965 or something like that. And I think pepper could, there's a spot. There is a spot for pepper. There is a spot. On his art wall. So I'm Googling nine things to know before you lend your art. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Hysterical. <laughs> if the person's responsible, where will it be? Will yeah. the sunlight will affect it, the art? Will being it Being an art collector oh. is about being a giver. Okay, oh, is so, that what you are? Yeah. Oh, this ought to be good. It's very positive uh, okay. to do this. And now you're thing. an art collector. And now I'm an art collector because <laughs> this is art. This The black velvet art that we used to buy in the corner of Snelling in 94. But not like pepper. No. You haven't seen dress like this. I saw pepper on her Instagram. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but she had band-aids over the best part. Yes, that's true. She's going to be unveiled. She's going to be unveiled. Mark your calendars June 8th. It's a Wednesday. And then you can hang out and play bingo with us after. And I asked, uh, you know, Jason, I didn't want to impose pepper, but in the decor of Lush is very... You know, uh, on the naughty, slightly decadent, over you know, chandeliers. Yes, it's very it's, over the top. It it's is. Liberace-ish. It is totally. And I feel like Pepper, with her arms arch, arch. Would you need to have a like a? Uh, look at <laughs> her. I'm doing Bad. a Pepper pose. No, she is. But would you need to have a plaque underneath, donated by Lorene Bargini? Oh, on lease from the from the gallery of Lorene Bargini, yeah. House of Bargini. <laughs> House of it's Bargini. on loan. And it's you could loan. put a little 20, if just for nostalgic sake, put the 25 cents per view. Just a little oh, sticker yeah. on the corner. Which yes. she used to charge her and, friends. And I could use pepper as collateral for a drink tab. Oh, there I you could go. say to the bartender, oh, wait, look at Pepper up there is standing in for me today. She's worth free drinks for me and all my friends. Right. There we go. Pepper's- because you can use your art loan as loan collateral. Oh, this is exciting. Okay. <laughs> but first of all, never you are a giver. I, I am a giver. You are a giver. That, that is, is what it is. the first thing I thought of. I just oh, my thought, God. My gosh, Pepper would look amazing in Lush. Okay, that's hysterical. But I wonder... 
if Casey should make a mosaic frame or we should just keep her in no. her original. She, I think... The original frame. I don't yeah, think you want a mosaic right frame to take away because well, it's that's fade. A, the beauty of black velvet is how it fades to black. You know? Yeah. It goes to the edges. It goes oh, to yes, black. Yes. You don't want to have right. chunky right. crap around yes, it. Yes, you're right. I don't mean it as a diss. Yeah, no, I agree. But you no, don't I'm want... thinking of the value of the art. Yeah. Yeah. Let's focus. You don't mess with the original no. frame. Is it would what be I'm pretty thinking. in a gold frame. No. I th- all right. All right I can love I tell the you? raw. I love the simpleness of the grain oh, of the wood, wood that, yeah. surrounds, that surrounds Honestly. the black velvet. And it fits the era. It does. You know? It's yeah. perfect. That was an era. I mean, I don't you remember that you would drive down to wherever you grew up? Mm-hmm. There was always a street that, that had, had the big oversized mm-hmm. rugs. Mm-hmm. It had the black art and it had lamps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, this but was corner shopping. In a lot of countries, though, people will paint on black velvet and sell it. I mean, they did buy this. There is a signature of course, on this painting. It just I don't know that that's in vogue right now, but it's maybe it's going to come back. Julia, I I'm just be- lending my art, okay? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, it's not for sale. This is not to- Oh, she's driving up the price right now. She's just teasing <laughs> us. There's going to be a live auction and she's going to take it all home because she's a giver. Oh, she's yeah. going to donate it all to charity. Um, do you guys know it's Stevie Nicks' birthday today? Happy birthday. She's oh. 74. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. I love Stevie Nicks. Who was saying it? I think my, um... Who was saying that they want landslide played as their song when they walk down the? Oh, that's um, a very can be a very popular yeah. song. Yeah. I feel like one of my friend's kids. Um, here's here's kind of something. Um, so you know we are having Top Gun Maverick. People can see it now, by the way, at theaters. Yeah. Oh, is it open? It's right been now? at Alamo since Tuesday. Oh, it has. Yeah. Okay. I was going to go select select, select times. times. Yeah, not like a, it's not all over the place. But you should. But, but you're going to have to buy your tickets ahead of. I already, sure. I already bought mine for Sunday. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. we're going to go next Wednesday. Yeah. I, but so here is how Top Gun's famous volleyball scene led Kenny Loggins to, to the danger zone. The danger zone. So he was invited uh, as one of 20 artists to show up at the theater when they were showing just the raw footage of Top Gun, the original mm-hmm. one. And he thought he was being invited exclusively. And then he realized I'm at a cattle call for other artists and recognized like five guys from an R&B group and some other people there. And he, and um, while everyone wanted to write a song for the opening scene, he wanted to write for the volleyball scene, which was buried in the movie, but oh, one of the most memorable scenes yes, for, for sure. all of us. Mm-hmm. And so um, playing with the boys is what he came up with. But Giorgio Mortorado who was overseeing the soundtrack, eventually came to Loggins with a demo of Danger Zone, which was pitched to several artists, including Corey Hart, Jefferson Starship, and Toto, who all declined. Oh, I bet they And then yeah. he got it. I'm sure Danger Zone is in this latest iteration. Some version of it. Yeah. It, yeah, it would yeah. have to be, I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. But anyway, everyone have a danger-free night tonight. And, and if you're not going to be taking the temperature of your testicles. Yes, that's right. Um, maybe eat an scrotium, egg. With your scrotium. Eat an egg. So if our girl is listening, I want scrotum accordion in the new language. Scrotium. The scrotal temperature taker. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. Lily's gonna come home tonight and be like, "What the hell are, are you, you doing?" doing? <laughs> I wear the 
the thermometer. Yeah. Not ask. the ear when I need the lemon with the longer stick. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the credit there, Julia. Appreciate yeah. that. No problem, Grant. Yeah. Uh, he can yeah. do it. Do not use a baby temperature thing. <laughs> if you make one wrong move, that thing could end up somewhere that you're going to have to explain at the emergency room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's oh a funny story for another day. Lily had uh, one of those come into the emergency room. Oh, oh my God. By accident, by doing your own studio. Yeah, good. Oh, Lori, honest to beat. Everybody have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.